was helpful. Uh-huh. Well, welcome to another Porchlight podcast episode. This is episode five of our podcast, and I'm joined here with Lauren Schweiger. And uh, we are excited to have you today, Lauren, uh, because we're going to be talking a little bit about who you are, the work you've been doing with AmeriCorps, um, as well as we're going to be hearing about uh, what God's doing um, in your life beyond uh, your time here in Sydney. Uh, her time here in Sydney is just one year, and so, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you to share about that and what God's been doing. Um, as a reminder, this Porchlight podcast, we want to engage people, you, in a conversation uh, with the hopes that you'd learn something that you can live out on a daily basis. And so we're going to be talking about kids and families, stronger families, stronger community, uh, fantastic subject. And so uh, to kick things off, Lauren, if you would, just share a little bit about who you are and uh, why you're here today. Well, thanks for this opportunity, mm-hmm. Harry. My name is Lauren Schweiger, as he mentioned. I'm a Communities in Action AmeriCorps member. I currently serve at the Richland County Health Department and one of my main focuses this past year has been on early childhood and family engagement. Sweet. Um, So with your time in AmeriCorps, um, like I said, it's just a one-year engagement. Like what's the heart behind AmeriCorps in general? Like why did you jump into AmeriCorps versus, uh, you know, a whole host of other internships and opportunities I'm sure you could have gone after. Yeah, so whenever I was finishing up college, I wanted to do something that wasn't the traditional path of Mm. going to grad school or getting a job, and so I looked into some service opportunities, and AmeriCorps came up, and I thought it sounded like a wonderful thing to give back to communities to take Mm. the education that I've had and just use that for good. And um, the real purpose of AmeriCorps is bridging gaps in communities. So where there's a need um, to help facilitate some growth and be able to um, really encourage a community to solve their own problems. It's not us solving the problems for them. And I have been blessed with the opportunity and to serve and also a heart Mm. for service. Mm -hmm. I really, that is where I feel very passionate about is serving others. Right on. Yeah. So you're, you wanted to get some, what, boots on the ground experience, Yeah. not not sit in the classroom the whole time, but want to go get some life experience. And yeah, that's, that's way cool. So what you're saying though, is like your AmeriCorps is like boots on the ground, helping stimulate change, growth, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, um, there's different areas of focus within the AmeriCorps programs, Mm. but the um, whole point of it is to give back and serve communities and um, provide a service that is needed but maybe can't be afforded in that area Mm. or um, just they don't know specifically what they want done. And so then sometimes AmeriCorps are helping with like the grassroots of building up programs and grants. So Sweet. Um, well, if you could, you know, one of the things I've enjoyed is that you've been coming here to Faith Alliance Church and we've gotten a chance to know you more, yeah. not just know of you, but get to know you. And uh, we are partnering with you in some ways of what's going on uh, in the future, what, right. what God's going to be doing. But uh, if you could just share with me and, and the rest of us, just kind of uh, how did you come to faith in Christ? What did that journey look like? Uh, because you are somebody that, that I see a strong faith, someone who 
deeply wants to know their Savior, deeply wants to know um, their purpose on this on this earth, mm-hmm. not just walk through life as a zombie, but <laughs> like really know what is God will God's will for me, and then capture that and run with it. And so, yeah, I'd love to hear that. So I grew up going to church with my grandma, and she is a devout Catholic, mm. and so I went to Catholic church all throughout my childhood. Um, I ended up going to a Catholic university, St. Francis University, in mm. a small town called Loretto, PA. Mm. And actually there, I was more introduced into some non-denominational Christian, mm-hmm. um, a group called Crew, and mm-hmm. I really like that. <laughs> I really like that group. I met some really wonderful friends in college and campus crusades right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually in college was when i was uh gifted my first study bible by mm. uh three of my college friends mm-hmm. which was by far one of the best gifts i've ever been given yeah. and ever since then i've you know been in it marking things up mm. pulling things out of there and so that's been really neat and um, I've just really grown to, uh, to appreciate a relationship with Christ, not just the mm. traditions of just going to um, services and doing, you know, X, Y, Z to get to yeah. ABC, you know. And so for me, um, this past year has been a really awesome opportunity to focus more on my faith mm-hmm. as well with coming to church here and also some other opportunities within the community I got to go to um, Come Cristo, which is a women's, they have a women's and a men's one, but mm-hmm. it is a weekend focused on God and your mm. relationship with God. And it was really a wonderful opportunity. And I've been blessed with so many um, brothers and sisters in Christ here that have helped yeah. me really want to um, continue to build that relationship with God and give more of myself to him and mm. give what I can to others for him. And so I just think that I have always, you know, had a, I've had faith, but I wouldn't say I always had a relationship with God. And that's mm. something that I'm continuously working on and striving yeah. towards. And I, um, I really am, I have been very lucky that God has placed various mm. people in my life, especially yeah. within this past year. Right on. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that, Lauren. Um, it's so cool to hear God working. Um, we are, yeah, super um, privileged to have been a part of your story. Um, and as we we talk about that, um, you know, we talked a little bit about AmeriCorps and why you chose that. But what what are the future plans after AmeriCorps? What you know, we, I've kind of um, hinted at this, but. What's God doing from, you know, I think you said August 28th is your last day? Yeah, that's my last day And so then, you know, what's going on after that? So I've always been very passionate about um, helping babies and young children, and they're a very vulnerable population. Mm. And then I've also been interested in um, OB. And Mm. um, so I came here um, focusing on family engagement and early childhood, and it's been a good experience. Um, A lot of behind-the-scenes grant work, um, and I have decided that I wanted to do something more hands-on next, Mm. and I've 
prayed about a lot. I've had a lot of people praying. They have prayed for me and continue to pray for me. And I also continue to pray for it. And um, an opportunity has arisen to go to Haiti mm. and serve at an orphanage and do some work at a malnutrition and maternity clinic. Mm -hmm. So I am very blessed that that is where I'm being led. Um, I feel very fulfilled when I can help other people. Mm -hmm. And I um, am very passionate about healthcare, especially, like I said, for um, infants and mothers. And um, I, I am very excited for mm. the opportunity. <laughs> Way cool. So if you, if you don't mind, could you share us just what, what are the steps you're going to have to take to make that a reality? So I have started doing, well, I've been doing fundraising for a mm -hmm. little bit now, and I've been doing some odd jobs to raise some money, mm -hmm. and I sold some t-shirts, and um, I will continue to be trying to raise some support, both financially and also through prayer. Yeah. Um, I think prayer is equally, if not even more important mm -hmm. than the financial contribution, so mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for any way that people mm -hmm. can contribute. Um, with COVID, it kind of makes things a little bit interesting. And so my initial hopes were to head out in October mm -hmm. and it looks like it's going to be more of um, January for me to go. And that is purely um, with complications mm -hmm. of the coronavirus, not because there's not still a need there and not because I don't mm -hmm. want to go there because I desperately do. Um, and I know that I just keep having faith that God has a plan and yeah. it's not on my timeline, it's on his timeline. And right. I'm still very right. passionate about going. And yeah. I know that there's some reason why I'm going to be going at that time and right. not the initial plan. And so I just feel, um, I feel very, very grateful for the year I've had because mm -hmm. within this last year of AmeriCorps, I've really had to adapt to a lot of changes moving mm -hmm. 1800 miles from home to a place right. where i knew no one and having um funding given and then taken away and doing different projects different supervisors different yeah. people and there's just been a lot of changes and i feel like i've really grown through those changes and that's mm -hmm. not what i expected to kind of learn from this year i thought i was going to be giving so much of myself to others and I've I've tried to do that and I hope that I have given a lot right. to this community but I truly feel like this community and this experience has given me mm. more than I could ever repay so I feel very honored to um, have been able to do what I do and yeah. I know that because of what I've experienced I feel and because of God's grace and just gift to me I don't feel so like past Lauren, a year ago, Lauren would be freaking mm. out that my mm. timeline isn't going the way I want it yeah. to be. Yeah. And, um, while I'm sad about it, I, I'm not freaking out. Like I, mm. I just, I feel, I do feel like it's all within God's timing and he knows better than I do. And thankfully, thank, thank God for that because right. I don't, <laughs> I right. know I don't know everything. And, mm. um, I'm, yeah, I definitely think that this year has contributed to being able to grow and just accept things as they come and yeah. so roll with the punches a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah that's life man it will definitely punch you in the mouth sometimes <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I, I think one of the things that i that i appreciate about you is your willingness to kind of step out and and just the fact that you came out here 
did AmeriCorps for a year in a random community, right? You had no ties to Sydney. (laughs) You had never been to Sydney before. You didn't know anyone here. You know, just kind of had to dive in. Yeah. um, And to see kind of where you started and like first time at the church, you're hesitant. You're like, I have no idea who (laughs) who anyone is. Yeah. No clue what I'm doing uh, to where you are now and, and the friendships that you've made. It's really cool. And and so that kind of ties into my next question for you is what is your time here with AmeriCorps in Sydney really taught you that you want to take with you um, as you go? What are you going to carry with you? I think there's a lot that I'm going to carry with me. And I mm-hmm. think that part of my heart will stay here in mm-hmm. uh, eastern Montana. I have as a way of doing that. Right. Yeah. A lot of people come to eastern Montana <laughs> and they're like, meh. And then it ends up, it does, it it works its way in, you know? Yeah, I remember when I first got here and it was so hard and I wanted to go home because Mm -hmm. I missed everyone and everything back home. And it was just, it was definitely a completely different place than where I am now. And now Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really want to leave here? Mm -hmm. Like, where do I want to go? Like, where is home? Like, it's very confusing, but um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing I, um, I... I really am passionate about being involved wherever Mm. I am and with whoever I can. And so I think that was a large part of how I became so in love with this community is that Mm -hmm. I just kind of dove in and just Mm. took on some different things. And I definitely, the church was a big part of that. And that's where some of my good friendships came from Mm. was the church. And, um, getting to know people and seeing that people want the best for you without, at wanting anything from you yeah. has been a really nice thing to like to be mm-hmm. able to learn and carry on with me like people do care and not that I thought that people didn't care but I've really been shown that um there is people who just do care for the fi- for the right. sake of caring and right. um as I mentioned before being able to deal with change and roll with the punches has been a huge mm-hmm. part of this year and continued passion for serving um children and um that has just been such a big part of my life. Like I can remember volunteering from a young age, even as like technically a child myself working with children. And so I, that definitely is still in me that that's what I want to do. Um, I definitely think though that I want to have a more hands-on position. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is what I, um, kind of have learned from this is that I think that the behind the scenes work is really tremendous and it's needed and great. Um, I just personally am someone who really feels called to be with people and um, that has possibly been one of the bigger realizations that I've um, experienced, Mm. so. Right on. That's way cool. Um, So we're going to finally kind of get to the heart of what we want to talk about, what I want to talk about as well. which is your passion and that shared passion of, of mine as well, of kids and families, parents yeah. and youth, uh, the family as a whole, and seeing, um, seeing our community be strong. And I love your premise. It's just that simple statement, stronger families, stronger, stronger community. community, and how, how clear and concise that is, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we try to make it really complicated, I feel like, sometimes. And the simple truth of it is, if we want a better community, a healthier community, a stronger community, a community that has um, 
better emotional wellness, better mental health, better physical yeah. health, things like that. It really does start with the family. Um, you know, and, and a lot of conversations I have with other youth pastor for, uh, friends of mine and stuff like that, we, we always talk about that. But really on the broad scale, you know, mm -hmm. uh, following Christ or not, right, a stronger community is going to come from stronger families. And if the yeah. family unit is weak or falling apart or deteriorating, it's always going to be a huge struggle to have your community be strong. And vice versa, if you have a really strong family unit and that grows and other families start leaning on one another and communicating with one another and helping each other, you know, then that community just all of, all of a sudden automatically just starts taking a turn. Right. Um, can you share just a, a little bit of the work you've been doing on your Facebook yeah. page? Stronger families, stronger communities. <laughs> go like it. Go share it. Go check it out. Um, what what have you been doing on there? Because I think it's awesome and creative um, and helps parents, honestly. Um, I just, yeah, share that. <laughs> so I was originally going to be doing some um, family fun experiments um, and with COVID coming um, it kind of had to be changed to online versus in person mm -hmm. and well really it could have been just canceled altogether but I wasn't really ready to admit defeat nope. That's so right. April was strengthening families month slash child abuse prevention month and mm -hmm. that was when I decided to start up a Facebook group and on the Facebook group, I've posted different um, family activities, some mm. information on there. I've really tried to grow it to get more people on it. And um, really, I want it to be a place where people can find information and also just have fun. Give mm -hmm. these simple activities that usually don't require too many materials. And right. so they're pretty low cost. And um, I've recorded videos. I've done some photos so people can, you know, see which way they want right. to do it. And yeah, I've seen polls. You take yeah. polls of hey, what what do you want to see me do next? You yeah, know? I love that. And some surveys to see well, if there's any needs in the mm -hmm. community. And so all of that is kind of going into what I want to go next. Mm -hmm. And um, this isn't to end with me. Like the hope is that, yes, I'm here for a year, but this isn't like a, just a year and then done. Right. And so um, as I'm finishing up though, I'm creating some grab and go activity bags, which will hopefully be available next week. And yeah. I'll post about that. Um, I'm looking to do a family minute to win it, socially distanced, of course, mm -hmm. um, but it will be hopefully at one of the parks. Yeah. And um, I really just want to give opportunities for families to mm. have fun with their children of all ages. And I think that that family unit is really important and we don't emphasize it enough as a society how important that right. is. Right. So it's been a big... Um, focus of mine. Um, it definitely switched from, I was, I mean, I've always been passionate about children and babies. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of grew on to being passionate about helping mothers. And one thing that the family part of it, I kind of was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that part. Like mm -hmm. I just kind of want to focus on the kids and slowly it kind of, uh, morphed into, you know, wanting to look at the family unit and really realizing that that is such a huge part of, right how a child grows up and, you know, you can give these different materials, but if you don't give the opportunity for engagement mm -hmm. within a family, like that's really what's going to change and help, um, grow not only the child, but also for parents, like that's how you build relationships. Right. And so I definitely 
have a greater appreciation of how important family engagement is and definitely want to get that out there to yeah. others as well. Well, and how cool too for, for parents to be um, encouraged and equipped to be teaching their kids, right? Like, uh, I, so I work with youth and a lot of different parents and things like that. And I, and I always see this, this trend, this idea that parents just assume that they don't have um, as strong of an impact on their kids anymore yeah. just because they're getting older. Um, and though their kids might not respond like they used to to what their parents do, the simple reality is they're, they're still the most influential person in their kid's mm-hmm. life if they interact and enter into their kid's life. Now, anybody who steps away from their kid's life or just kind of goes complete hands off, they're not going to be as much of an influencer, right? right? But a parent that's engaged with their teen, let's mm-hmm. say, um, you parents, you still have a ton of impact <laughs> yeah. because I hear youth and I hear what they say and what they wished for and what they hoped for and stuff like that from their parents or, or divides they feel with their parents or mm-hmm. uh, places where in their relationship with their parents they wish it would be, right? Yeah. And it tells me over and over and over again that these these kids really do yearn and desire for their parents to be engaged at every age. It just looks a little different yeah. as they get older, right? And so that's one of the things I loved about your page is it sought to go, it didn't just tell parents, parents engage, yeah, right? Because, well, duh, right? <laughs> but it, it went the steps further and went, okay, it is important that you engage with your kids, mm-hmm. interact with them, teach them, hey, here's an experiment you can do with them. And it's really simple and yeah. it's cost effective, but here's a tool that you can use. And, and then week after week, it was, hey, here's another tool you can use. Here's another tool you can use. Engage your kid. Here's a way you can do that. Um, and, you know, for me, that, that's at the heart of what I want to see for families as a whole. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a chance to do an experiment today. I'm excited yeah. with Skittles. Um, but there was this quote that I saw um, yesterday. It says, the main responsibility that parents have is to teach their children. It's not the church, it's not the school, it's not the parents. If you have a child at home, you are still, as a parent, most influential human being in that person's life, even if you don't think so. Um, But, okay, so that's a true statement, but there's a but attached to it. But what? You know, like, what now? You know, what then? What am I going to, what am I supposed to do then? Um, and I think that's, that's the important thing is, okay, see it, recognize it, but then take steps, intentional, purposeful steps yeah. to be that influencer in your kid's life. Because Lord knows if, if our kids aren't going to look at us as parents, right, they're not, they're going to look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't engaging them, you know, I have four little boys. If I don't engage them in conversation, um, in relationship, they're going to look, they, they want, they need, they yearn. All these kids, they yearn for that relationship with their parent. If they don't get that, they're going to look other places for it. And how amazing would it be for parents to really have that good, deep relationship with their kids year after year? Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. Can we do the experiment? Yeah. Let's yeah? do the experiment. All right. Let's move to the experiment. <laughs> All right. So we're, we've got our experiment. Miracle of time, right? <laughs> we were able to get our experiment set up. So Lauren, if you could just walk us through what the experiment is. So you're going to need some Skittles, mm-hmm. a plate, and some warm water. Mm. 
So, um, have you ever noticed when you have candy in your hands or in your pocket or something that it starts to turn the color of your hands? Yeah, it starts dyeing your skin. Yeah. Do you know why it does that? I don't. You don't? Mm -mm. So there is, um, on these Skittles, there's a sugar coating that the oils on our skin start to interact with and it starts to dissolve it. And that's how we end up with, with, on, with it on our hands. Okay. So for this, we're going to do a little bit of an art project. Ooh, art. I like art. So we're going to put the Skittles, you can put them in any pattern or order you want, around the outside of the plate. Are you okay if I do random? Yeah, we can do random. <laughs> Some people, it hurts them. I mean, it does hurt a little bit, but for the sake of... <laughs> Today, we'll let it be. Do, 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 do. Um, a question you could ask your kids when you're doing this is, mm -hmm. well, what they think is going to happen when we add the water. And also, you could talk about primary colors and what those colors create when they mix. So, for example, we have red and yellow there. And so red and yellow mix to make orange. Um, and talk through that with them. Could ask them what their favorite color is. Mm -hmm. Maybe what their favorite flavor is. Oh man, green. That's easy. Green. Green. No. Green is always the best color. I'm not gonna lie. If you dyed something nasty green and handed it to me, I might just eat it without thinking. So you're a fan of green eggs and ham? I'm a fan of anything green. <laughs> it's a, it's a problem. So after right. we line the edge with the mm -hmm. skittles. Um, if you could do the honor Ooh, of... Oh, do I get to pour? Yeah, so you're going to pour okay. this um, warm water in there. And you also could try this with other solutions like milk. How much water? Cold water. Um, you want to put enough to cover the whole plate, but you don't want it, the Skittles to float. Okay. So don't screw it up. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try. I mean, if you screw it up, I won't take your birthday away, but be a little sad. That's probably good. Is that enough? Yep. Oh man, it's already happening. <laughs> it was hot. Don't grab it like that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, parent supervision. Oh, look at that, it's happening. <laughs> and so the colors are gonna slowly move out. And so when you try it with cold water, you can guess what would probably happen. I'm not gonna tell you just in case you can't guess. And you could try it with milk. You can try it with some Sprite. I was gonna say, could you try it with like pop like yeah. Mountain Dew. Yeah, so something with the fizz Look would at do. that. And if you had a spoon or anything like that, your, your finger, you could swirl it around a little bit. It'll kind of mess it up like I just did. Whoa. But, but um, it's kind of warm. Um, yeah. It doesn't taste like anything but water. Well, you know, that's just the dye that's coming <laughs> off, really, <laughs> right now. I just drank chemicals. <laughs> yeah, now we definitely screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today, for showing us just one little opportunity that parents can, can have to engage their, their kids. Um, Lord knows there's plenty of times it's like, I just wish I had something to do with them. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of parents feel that way. So... Uh, thank you for sharing your story, your life. Uh, we are so excited for what God is, is going to be doing in your life moving forward. Uh, we'll be praying for you. Um, if you'd like to donate to Lauren, where can they go? Where can they go to donate um, to help you out? Uh, 
Messenger on Facebook? Yeah, Messenger on Facebook or yeah. my email. Okay. Um, I'm sure you could get them in touch with yeah, me Yeah, or you can connect with me and I could get yeah. them in touch with you. And don't forget to like the Stronger Family, yes. Stronger Community. It's actually a group, so you'll click join, but everyone's allowed to join. So yep. um, you'll be immediately added into it, if not within um, an hour added into the and you'll see different stuff that's going on. And mm -hmm. if you're someone who has some opportunities for family engagement, I encourage you to join that group and post that for um, specifically the Richland County community, but also yeah. neighboring communities as well. Totally. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Porchlight Podcast, episode five with Lauren Schweiger. And uh, we're excited for uh, where God's got you going. Uh, thank you for everything that you've shared. And uh, we'll see you all next time. See ya.